Hello and welcome to the Brutal Iron Gym Podcast, where our goal is to cut through the BS and deliver the brutal truth about topics related to health and happiness. Today's podcast number 1862. The topic is Q&A and the title is, Should Aesthetic Athletes Deadlift? I had a recent consultation with someone who is a personal trainer and they compete in classic physique. We discussed training and nutrition, kind of everything that it goes towards uh, their goal of getting a pro card. In our discussions, we ended up coming across the, co- the topic of deadlifting and whether like bodybuilders or classic physique athletes, uh, female aesthetic athletes, bikini, wellness, you know, physique, whether they should do deadlifts. So I wanted to read through what they said about their experience with deadlifts and then we'll go through and answer the question. They said, I've mixed heavy deadlifts into my training before but I felt that they negatively impacted my training. I would be super sore in the glutes and legs, so I knew they were helping towards muscle growth, but I'd often be so fatigued that I'd have to decrease the volume and intensity of my other leg workout in the week, which would, I feel, negatively impact my overall quality of growth towards my legs. Furthermore, I had less energy for the couple days after deadlifts, and I wondered if the deadlifts were building my core as much as they were building my legs. And then that would negate the benefit of bigger legs if my core was also getting bigger as well. So based on those feelings, I feel that deadlifting isn't best for bodybuilders and classic physique competitors, but I see professionals doing deadlifts and stiff leg deadlifts all the time. So I'm wondering if I'm wrong or if maybe I'm doing it wrong. I thought that was very helpful because... A lot of times we see in social media what people who have a goal that we want to obtain, they've already obtained it. We look at seeing what what are they doing? And then that we infer is something that we should do in order to get where they are. Now for this person, they're, they're struggling with that because they see people doing deadlifts, but yet they don't feel like deadlifts are correct for them. We're gonna make a couple assumptions in this. Let's say the person has good technique. So if you're wondering if deadlifts are correct for you, we would make the assumption that you would have the ability to do the deadlift correctly. If you're not doing it correctly, learn how to do it correctly, (laughs) and then you could decide whether they're right for you or not. But that would be one assumption is that if we have good technique, should we still deadlift or not? Another assumption is if we have good nutrition. If we're eating enough calories, eating enough protein, we're eating proper timing and relative to our workouts, should we deadlift or not? If I'm under eating, then no, I probably don't want to do some massive full body straining movement like a deadlift because I might not have enough calories and protein to replenish and repair from that and actually make positive adaptation, let alone catch back up to where I was before I deadlifted. So we're going to assume that nutrition is good. Another assumption is that you have good sleep. If you're struggling with getting good sleep in right now, you probably don't want to do large CNS demanding lifts. You're probably better off doing isolations and machines, get your sleep quality better, and then you can go back to bigger, heavier lifts. So we're going to assume that technique is good, assume that nutrition is good, and assume that sleep is good. Then we would say, okay, if I have all of those things in place, Should I deadlift if I'm an aesthetic athlete? We would then want to look at it and say, okay, well, what is my goal of training? 
And then that would help me understand what the goal of deadlifting would be. If I'm a powerlifter, my goal of deadlifting is to put as much weight on the bar as much as I possibly can for as long as I can over time. But you're not a powerlifter. If you're listening to this, you're considering should aesthetic athletes deadlift, you might be an aesthetic athlete or you want to look that way. You're like, okay, I want to build a nice physique. I want to look good. Should I do deadlifts? That's the question we're going to look at. So if your goal is to build a classic physique, and this would include women's categories, bikini, figure, and women's classic physique, you have men's physique and then classic physique. All of those are going to be lumped into that shape is more important than mass. It's more important in all of those categories to have a narrow waist and have good shape for whatever your categorical definition of good shape is. But shape is more important than mass. In contrast, in bodybuilding, shape absolutely is important. But mass is the main goal. It's more important to be as massive as you can, as lean as you can, and then the shape you might work on later. So in bodybuilding, you would build first, refine later. Mass first, shape later. Whereas in men's physique, classic physique, women's physique, wellness, figure, bikini, all of those... You want to maintain your shape as you build the mass. So it's shape always with mass as you can. Whereas in bodybuilding, it's mass first, shape later. A good example of this, if you're familiar with this world, is Nick Walker. Uh, he's a current uh, Olympia competitor. He did miss, unfortunately, this most recent Olympia due to a hamstring tear. But he does not have the prettiest physique. He's known as a mass monster. He does not have great shape. Now, a lot of that's genetics. Uh, you know, he, is, he has been over the last, I'd say, year specifically, has been really improving his shape. But he got massive first, was in, like, the uh, contenders of Mr. Olympia, and then started working on shape. So mass first, shape second. For bodybuilding, every other category, shape always, mass as you can. So if we're wanting mass, but without sacrificing shape, then what do we want from our deadlift? We want maximum muscle damage more than we care about maximum weight load. It won't matter if I can deadlift 495 versus 405. I want to get the most muscle damage from the deadlifts. So if 405 is better for me in regards to muscle damage, that's what I would use, not 495. So if our goal is muscle damage, how can we maximize muscle damage while minimizing the necessary weight load? There's a couple things we can do. Three specifically that I'm going to tell you in today's podcast is we can play with exercise placement you wouldn't want to do the deadlift fresh. You want to do the deadlift in the middle towards the end of the workout. In a lot of professional workouts, when you look at them doing hamstrings, uh, they'll do two, three, four movements, and then they'll do deadlifts. 
whether it's conventional deadlift or stiff leg deadlift. They tend to do the deadlifts towards the end of the workout. That way, you're already pre-fatigued muscular-wise. You don't need as much weight load to cause muscle damage. That's going to decrease the energy hit that you would feel. And it's going to decrease the thickness concerns that you would have of core bracing. Because you're no longer having to brace and support against a true maximal weight load. You might actually only be using 80% now that the exercise is towards the end of the workout. Another component we'd look at is the variation that you're using. We wouldn't want to do heavy singles. <laughs> uh, we would want to do things that have greater time under tension. So you might be doing a soft touch on the floor between each repetition. For my clients, we call those eggshell deadlifts. Like I want them to touch the bar, like they're touch, uh, touch the ground to the bar between the repetitions, like they're setting the bar on an eggshell. We don't want to break the eggshell. We want to touch the eggshell, but we don't want to break it. So when they come down in between the reps, I don't want them to thud into the floor. I want them to lightly tap the floor and come back up. That creates a greater time under tension that increases muscular damage without increasing weight load. And then the third tip we can do is play with exercise pairing. Rather than doing the deadlift completely by itself, maybe you'll superset it with lying hamstring curls or superset it with hip thrusts or superset it with walking lunges. Superset it with something that competes for the same musculature so you're getting maximal muscle damage but with minimal weight load necessary. So those are just three elements, and there's more, that you can play with in order to maximize muscle damage with minimal weight load. Exercise placement, variation, and exercise pairings. So if we wanted to deadlift, if we decide that that's good for us, we can minimize the negative effects, such as systemic fatigue, such as maybe risk of lower back injury or pulling a glute muscle. We can decrease the amount of recovery demand so we can still have a great second training session in the week. We can get rid of a lot of those negative effects by deadlifting later in the workout using a variation that extends time and retention and pairing it with a competing movement. If we go back to the broader question, do we even need to do deadlifts? There's going to be two things that I want you to consider. Number one is what is your current strength levels? If you're already really strong, chances are you can get really good muscle damage out of leg presses, hack squats, maybe some other type of machine movements. You can get a lot of muscle damage out of those big compound machine movements if you're already strong. If you're not very strong, so maybe on the leg press you're only using, you know, say 90 pounds on each side, or a weight load that you think to yourself, okay, if I divide all this weight up by all the muscles in my legs, how heavy is this really? Let's think of doing a chest press. Well, one of my favorite examples is uh, tricep skull crushers. Sometimes you'll see people do tricep skull crushers wanting to grow their triceps, but they're only strong enough to maybe use 10-pound, 12-pound, or 15-pound dumbbells. That's not heavy enough to really like tear at the muscle fibers of the triceps. They would actually be better off doing a chest press. Even though the chest is involved, even though the front shoulder might help, it's a heavier weight load placed through the triceps that can actually get better growth of the triceps. So we would think of that in terms of legs. 
If I can only do a minimal amount of weight on a leg press, I'm not going to get a lot of muscle damage out of that. So maybe I do need a bigger compound movement such as deadlifts to help me create more damage. But conversely, if I'm already really strong, I can deadlift, I mean, I can leg press a lot of weight, I can use a lot of weight on hack squat, I can do a lot of weight with other things, I may not need the deadlift. If I can achieve great muscle damage without it, maybe I just don't need it. The second thing to consider is in the question of do we even need a deadlift is equipment availability. If you have a great leg press, a hack squat, maybe you have a pendulum squat, maybe you have a vertical leg press, you might have a, access to a, quite a few cool machines. Well, you're probably better off using the machines to get the isolation into the leg muscles and prevent the core and in, in the middle muscles from overworking, overgrowing, prevent injury risk. If you have enough machines available, and then you can also do freeway things like walking lunges and other movements, like maybe some dumbbell RDLs. You can do other things. You may not need to do deadlift due to the risks, the pros and cons. Maybe there's too many cons compared to other options you have. However, if you don't have a lot of equipment availability, or your gym maybe has one leg press and it's a piece of crap, you're going to probably need to add deadlifts because it would help add another growth stimulus for you, but you would add it in the ways we discussed. You would deadlift later in the workout, use a variation that extends time or tension, and you would pair it with a competing movement. So deadlifts aren't necessary, but they're an option. And they might be an option that fits good for you, depending on your strength levels, depending on your equipment availability. If you're gonna do deadlifts, conventional deadlift tends to build the glutes with pretty good hamstring development, Sumo deadlift tends to build the glutes with outer quads and adductors. So it kind of depends on where in your legs you want to grow. You might want to grow in all of them, so maybe you'll blend both of them in. If you try to deadlifts with the parameters that we discussed, and that would be the deadlifting later in the workout using a variation that extends time and attention and pairing it with a competing movement. If you try the deadlifts and you like the effect, keep it. Great. Maybe it works well for you right now. So enjoy it, use it, benefit from it. But if you try them with the parameters that we discussed, but you still don't like it, it still leaves you worn out, fatigued, you don't like the risk of injury, your lower back hurts, you still wonder if it's building your core, then don't. Don't do it. Swap it out. Pick something else. So deadlifts are just an option like all other exercises. They're correct for some people in some scenarios. They're incorrect for some people in some scenarios. So experiment and then choose if it's best for you. I know that that's a generic answer, but I'd rather be truthful than give you, you know, a hard answer of yes or no and have it maybe not be right for you. I'd rather tell you how you can decide if it's right for yourself. If you have any questions, any follow-up questions, just shoot me an email at brutalironjim at gmail.com. If you want to sign up for a free consultation, we're offering that right now. You can sign up, just email me, again, brutalironjim at gmail.com, or you can go to our website on the 101 services page. There's a link there that you can request a uh, free 15-minute consultation. Awesome. If you like the podcast, please share the podcast. If you like the podcast, please consider donating to support the podcast, which you can do on our website. And if you like the information we share in the podcast, you can find more from us on our social media channels. You can find us and follow us on Instagram and YouTube under the name Brutal Iron Gym. As always, I hope this was helpful and thank you for listening.